This Washington Post Live podcast is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Committed to helping investors close the gap towards reaching their retirement goals. T. Rowe Price. Invest with confidence. You're listening to a podcast from Washington Post Live, bringing the Post's newsroom to life on stage. Director Alexander Nanau and investigative journalist Ketalin Tolentan join the Post to discuss the Academy Award-nominated documentary film, Collective. Let's listen. Hello, I'm Anne Hornaday, the Washington Post's chief film critic. Welcome to our Oscar Spotlight series. We are putting the spotlight on the five films nominated for Academy Awards for Best Documentary Feature. And today we're speaking about Collective, a documentary out of Romania. Joining me now are the film's director, Alexander Nanau, and Kathleen Tolentan, the investigative journalist whose work is the basis of this incredibly powerful film. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello, thank you for having us. Good afternoon, and thank you for having us. I dress like that as a bingo announcer, because for us as a journalist, the, the presence in front of uh, the readers of the Washington Post is like a night of the Oscar Awards, really. I say this not because uh, I don't go to the LA ceremony because there are no seats and it's fair because the restricting pandemic ceremony was more or less one, but really because this incongruous cross Skype between the newsroom of a uh, Romanian sports daily and uh, curiosity and the right to know of a global audience uh, make us feel like a, like the night of the, the Oscar Awards. That means the world. It means the world coming from you. And anybody who has seen your work and the way you do it in this film understands that the honor is truly ours. So thank you. Thank you both for being here. Um, and Alexander, congratulations. You have earned Romania's first Oscar nomination and not just two, one nomination for best documentary feature, but for best international feature as well. So congratulations two times over. Thank you very much. Yeah, it is a it is a great honor and um, means also a lot. Not not only for sure for for the Romanian cinema because you know Romanian cinema has shown its its quality since many many years around the world, uh, but also because it is this story that really uh, is so important for the for the Romanian society. Indeed, and I'd like for you to tell us just a little bit. We did learn the 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 um, the sort of outline of the story in that trailer, but I, so let's refresh some memories here. A lot of us do remember that 2015 fire in the nightclub called Collective. It was a Bucharest nightclub in Romania. 25, 27 lives were lost, but then the story deepened. And so, could you just explain to us briefly what happened and what you cover in the film? Yeah, so the starting point was basically what happened after the fire. You know, uh, many people took the streets in many cities around Romania, uh, mostly a young generation demonstrating against the political class of their parents' uh, world, basically, a political class of uh, populism, incompetence, and corruption. Uh, and on top of that came the manipulation that took care uh, in the healthcare system that they can treat these burn patients, which was a big lie, uh, which was done systematically by politicians, healthcare officials, and doctors. Uh, 
and many more people died in hospitals because they could not be treated properly, basically. So from that on, I wanted to, to try to understand power, who, you know, who, who these people are in power that use their power uh, to manipulate and knowingly, uh, you know, killing people, although they promised everybody and the parents that they will rescue them and have all the, all the medical, uh, you know, um, preparation to do that. Um, so when we saw that Catalin's team is investigating the healthcare system and, and the power, we thought maybe that's the best way for an observational documentary, not only to see the victims and their stories, but to try to understand powers through the eyes of investigative journalism. And that is so fascinating to me. It looks from the from the way the film is structured, it looks like you got in really early in terms of covering Catalin's investigation. Is that true? You did you so his investigation and the team's investigation was already underway and you just zoomed right in with your cameras or how did that tell us a little bit about how you um, the logistics of all of that? Yeah, we, we were basically we became aware of, of the team at the Gazeta through two investigations. First, the first one was on the firemen, the fire department. They were, they were lying that they didn't know where the, that the club existed when it actually was a popular venue uh, and it was a venue that they authorized to function. Uh, and the second one was when they found out that the only really equipped burn unit in the country was not giving surgery to these patients as they said, but it was closed down. Uh, and so when we when we approached them and stepped in, they were basically just about to to find out and also publish um, about uh, the hospital infections that existed. And and Catalina, you are again. You are the you and your team are the central characters to this amazing film, which we'll get into this later. It unfolds like a thriller, like a journalism, a classic journalism thriller. And you get to the heart um, of this medical scandal involving a disinfectant. And this is all the more astonishing because you're a sports newspaper, I understand. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. But we have we have working in investigation for more than 20 years and we have some results. Of course, for, for us, results mean information for the public. But sometimes for the public, results means punishment for the corruptions um, and the people trust us we gain the trust uh, of the people in, in in time time means not months or even years but decades this is the true bound between the the journalist and the the, the the public all over the world and they came to us with some tips some uh, news just after the fire in two or three days and we do our job because uh, you know <laughs> I saw uh, your colleagues write uh, under my name investigative journalist I don't know if it's something like this we are all news journalists first yes uh, and every big investigation is in the first stage in the in, in, in its inception only a small news and if, if you are struggling, seeking for the facts, not for the truth, because it's, I think it's a very interesting distinction between the, between the, the facts and the truth. OK, if you are uh, seeking for the facts, maybe, maybe you are going after 
a big case of uh, investigation. But it starts with the fact that's 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 a wonderful lesson. That's a wonderful journalistic lesson to be that we should all be reminded of. Um, you know, this this film addresses. But, uh, sorry, if I if I if I may end, uh, but you, you, uh, your 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 audience from US know very well this kind of uh, 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 need because. I saw the, the, the first uh, speech of President Biden, and I think it, it, it was the first speech in the US and maybe the, the democratic uh, uh, country's history uh, in which the, the phrase facts was applause, was collect the, the applause from, <laughs> from, from, the, from the people, from the, the, the audience, or facts themselves, as President Biden says. This is our Although, society right now. We need facts. We need facts. And we need transparency. And it's interesting, my colleague, Margaret Sullivan, has a column just today about a study that shows that for a lot of American citizens, they don't value facts and transparency the way journalists would value those values. And so there's, there's an interesting disconnect, which makes it all the more interesting to me that the Romanian citizens, obviously, like you said, you had built up trust and accountability with them so that they felt like they could come to you and, and get response. But did you sense among them, were they cynical about their institutions or did this come as a complete shock? Because the institutional rot uh, goes sort of throughout Romanian society. So how, tell me a little bit about the citizens and their level of cynicism about institutions. Oh, this is very, very interesting discussion because, you know, five years ago, Martin Buren, the former editor of Boston Globe, wrote an article in uh, Washington Post just in the day of uh, Oscar Awards five years ago. And uh, 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 he wrote something like this. I'm, I'm in spotlight, but it's not about me. It, and, it's not the, it, and it is about journalism, the power of journalism, uh, he says. If I may add, I think I'm in collective, but it's neither about me nor the power of journalists. It's about the right, the need, and the struggle of the public to, to have access uh, to facts in order to ensure the maintenance of uh, democracy and then the, 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 the maintenance of institution, of course. Because, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of debates in, in, uh, in our team uh, uh, with Alex. Just today, we have a debate. Um, uh, and he told me, you always quote too much, but <laughs> this is my profession. I have to quote. And I, I read in an in a, in a Indian newspaper, first post is the name, the comparison. And you made also this kind of comparison in your review about collective last year, uh, about uh, Friedrich Weismann, Weismann, sorry, uh, sorry for the pronunciation, and uh, uh, Alexander Nano. And I come back to your, to, to, to your question about uh, the bound between people and institution and democracy, yes? Uh, and the magic of cinema, which is capable to put these kind of layers together. And uh, the, 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 the Indian uh, journalist uh, uh, wrote something like this. Weismann are working on, uh, in one institution only. About uh, university sometimes for Berkeley was the name of the, the movie. Now City Hall was the, 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 the most re recent uh, Weisman movie. 
But Alexander Nanau says the, the Indian journalist work on, on the more horizontal uh, uh, layer of the democracy. And I think something like this, okay, first it's about pillars. It's about legislature, it's about uh, uh, media, it's about uh, 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 city halls. And the second way, which is, I think it's, it's, uh, it's proper uh, and very uh, reliable, uh, shows in, in collective uh, uh, with the huge work and uh, uh, talent of Alexander, it's about the, the bricks of democracy. And for me, this is the definition of the, uh, of the collective movement. Because I think for more than one year, what, what is collective? It's about despair or it's about hope? It's about corruption or it's about incompetence? It's about uh, the, the abuse of the power or it's about integrity? It's about uh, the involvement of, of the citizen or the despair of the democracy? I don't, I think it's about the breaks of the demo democracy, the day by day uh, 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 concrete cement of uh, uh, democracy. I couldn't agree more. That's very, very well said. And ultimately, it's it's the bricks are the people. And that actually sets up a clip. I'd like to play a clip that really gets to the emotional core of this. Um, and, and it's and I think that's another gift of this film is that along with this incredible investigation and the sort of thriller aspects, Alexander, you never lose sight of the human cost and the human stakes. So um, let's play this clip that shows the heartache behind these losses and then we'll come back. Let's watch. Alexander, what has the film meant to those parents? Do they feel, um, I mean, I, it, it seems almost trivial to, to ask if a movie has brought them extra layers of accountability or an extra uh, extra feeling of having been seen and heard. But has the movie helped them process the trauma and feel like they have been seen and heard? I think that, you know, I think that the toughest screening I ever had uh, in, in my career until now was the screening when um, when we finished the film, we invited all families and um, victims of the fire to to see the film uh, in a in the same room in the cinema. Uh, and it was tough because I didn't know, you know, it was such a test for us to see if these people accept what we have done as their story. Uh, and it was a relief afterwards because they came and, and, you know, said like, this is the most realistic thing we have seen about what we went through. Uh, I was for sure uh, a bit afraid if they might say, you know, it's not enough about us, it's too much about journalism and, and uh, politics. But basically, I think that they, they felt that this description of society and of these different forces that basically influence your life and what happened to them. I think that it reflected in a way how they felt all this time after it happened, how many different forces basically, you know, people manipulated them, uh, part of the press failed them. Um, you know, all these different layers of also of injustice until today, there's no final sentence to not to find 
the people that are responsible for the fire or for the mistreatment of these kids in the hospitals, or there is no final sentence to, for any compensation. So you have these young people, many of them students, just started jobs, maybe may uh, mutilated by the fire. There's no compensation. They live, you know, they can't really live a life because some of them maybe can't do their job anymore. Uh, so, I, and then after, you know, in this whole award season and after the nominations, uh, Narcis, the father that we have just seen, uh, has written on Facebook that, like, like kind of a letter to his son, that, you know, we couldn't help you because we didn't know better when they lied to us, but at least now other people can see the story and one of our greatest wishes was always to share your story and uh, help other people not go through the same thing. Hopefully they can, they can realize in time when they are manipulated or, you know, what rights they have. Absolutely. And that goes for everyone, including Americans. I mean, this was so relevant to our own, to our own, I, I mean, it's a universal story and a cautionary tale. And I think another sort of irony or, or a contradiction is that on the one hand, I'm so impressed that Romania submitted this film, you know, and that this was Romania's choice to submit to the Academy. It's now been nominated. So you have this kind of strange contradictory situation where this film that's kind of an indictment of institutional laxness um, that is still going on, as you point out, is also being celebrated. I mean, are you getting support from the Romanian people and Romanian government? Uh, one has to say that the, the, the fact that this film was chosen is the result of the Oscar rules. The AMPUS rules are very clear. It has to be an independent commission that decides upon the film, not the government, not the state institution. So the state institution names in Romania five independent film journalists, film critics, and they cast a secret ballot, right? And that's how the film got nominated. And we have faced quite some difficulties uh, with the state institutions because our film was chosen. They tried to cut any funding for, for the campaign. Um, I, you know, I had my ride with them. After they couldn't uh, reverse the decision, they looked for, uh, in, in the AMPUS rules, you know, they, they told me like, we looked at everything and next year we'll let the open public vote for the film. Um, and uh, after they couldn't harm it, for real, they tried to embrace it and they tried to award me a medal of honor for my merits to culture. And I said, no, thank you. I mean, that's not going to work uh, because it is a government that since the pandemic has started has done nothing for the cultures. There is no, not a single um, financial mechanism to support uh, the institutions that were closed or the, the, the artists. Um, so I, I could not just play this fake game with them. Mm. Mm. Yes, you are, you are so right, but sorry, one second. But this is a proof that institution matters in the democracy. Even if in a political bias uh, environment uh, uh, like Romania or like UK or like US, 
if you have if you have institutions and you protect them as citizen and community as community uh, they are working better and better it depends well, always on the, on the you know on the individual also in institutions you know it depends so much how well as we see also in the film you know it depends sometimes on one person that does not abide to corruption does not abide to what the system has created as as you know misusing uh, its power and i think that's so important what, that's also what i think was enforced in in myself uh, doing this film that it comes down to everyone's life attitude you know if your life attitude if your attitude is right this will you know spread to other people and that's the way you can turn things around or uh, you know repair in a way uh, uh, a society exactly uh, just opposite for for me it's it's not about one person and about persons i think it's about institution and your movie collective it's about institution because we saw a lot of of institution like press conference this is an institutions in romania we have some some uh, function uh, between uh, uh, our citizen and uh, the the uh, the states how about Even I get of, of course you are right and this is a bitter paradox because Romania uh, as Anne says Romania uh, uh, put on the Oscar list such a critical uh, movie about uh, uh, their reality I want to get a clip in of, of Kathleen being interviewed um, uh, about his investigation and then come back on the other side and we can keep talking about these issues. So as I said earlier, I, I actually think it's both and. I think inst this shows institutions are important, but it also shows individuals like you, Kathleen, are important. Institutions don't work unless the people who populate them have integrity and courage which you displayed throughout this film and, and which other figures did too. But have you experienced repercussions for your work? Are you still able to do the work you need to do in the way you need to do it? Yes, and, and I think our first fear is not about states, about big pharma companies, about uh, mobs. No, our first fear is about to abandon the facts, to, uh, to mistakes, yes to make mistakes because the people feels when the journalists abandon facts for the confirmation or for the applause sometimes and uh, uh, when we when we abandon news for the for the entertainment i think here is the magic of the 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 movie because not only of, of the collective movie because i saw the 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 the, the, the dissident i saw the uh, for sama the cave uh, in last years and i think when the facts become fiction and entertainment as today all over the world i think the people go to the fiction world of cinema though <laughs> to seeking the facts of course documentary movie is not journalism and you wrote and a lot of about, about this kind of uh, bound and uh, uh, this kind of difference between uh, journalism and uh, documentary fiction documentary movie uh, but the people 
seems so so impressed and so uh, so emotional uh, 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 struggle um, in them, and they are they are seeking for the truth and for the facts in in this kind of uh, of movie. I don't know how. I don't know how because it's magic for me as journalist. Alexander and the other uh, directors uh, um, works in this kind of uh, in this kind of uh, uh, style. I don't know how. I don't know how really. It's a it's a mi miracle for me and put the people in in front of the fact. We're, we're grateful for the work. I want to very quickly, Alexandra, I must not let you go, and we are almost out of time, but I do want to ask about the health minister, Vlad, who's one of the protagonists in this film. Could you give us a very quick update on, on where he is right now? Yeah, so, uh, you know, things changed a bit in Romania in the last two years. I think people voted differently. We have some reformatory parties, and he became part of. Uh, one of these parties two years ago, they won enough votes to become part of a coalition government, and he uh, became Minister of Health last uh, Christmas, so three months ago. Uh, and uh, since then, for sure, scandals around COVID uh, have happened that were not so much his, uh, his fault. Uh, because they came with the mismanagement of, of the system uh, before, but today he was uh, basically kicked out by the Prime Minister with no warning. Um, the Prime Minister decided that uh, Vlad Vojkorescu should not be anymore the Minister of Health because he is, uh, I think they think he's uh, too weak. Uh, but that had many things that happened before. He, uh, Katalin was also involved in this. Uh, he published his, the team of Vlad published data about vaccination, and the journalists could discover that there were more secret vaccine stations for the uh, elite, so to say, than for the uh, vulnerable people and for the open public. And they were forced by that to, to open vaccine stations to the public, the, those secret ones. And a, a lot more things that come with, you know, intentions to transparize um, how the money is spent in the system. And so many think that these are the real uh, reasons why he was kicked out, because he started to transparize the, the system. And uh, transparization in a system that in crisis enriches many people is maybe the last thing power really wants. Mm. Um, yes, but I have to, to keep the critical distance as a journalist between me and uh, the Ministry of Health. And in, from my point of view, he is not a victim anymore uh, because he made a lot of mistakes also. Uh, of course, he have a lot of enemies uh, uh, in the uh, from the corruption uh, uh, layer of the Romanian society. But I think this is also the the, the the proof of the main message uh, uh, from collective uh, movie because the highest position in democracy is not a super superhero like a health ministry it's a citizen they the, the citizens are, are in the highest position in a democracy that is the perfect way to end this fascinating program which i wish could go on forever but we're 
out of time. Alexander, Catalin, thank you so much for joining us today and congratulations again on your nomination. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you a lot. And tune in tomorrow at 12 p.m. for the next installment of our Race in America series. My uh, colleague, Jonathan Capehart, will speak with PWCUS Chairman Tim Ryan about the role of corporate America in addressing systemic racism. Again, I'm Ann Hornaday, and thanks so much for watching Washington Post Live. Tune in to the 93rd Oscars Live, Sunday, April 25th, 2021, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on ABC.